<laughs> ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. Teenage hormones and parental guilt. <laughs> I will never get over that. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's start off. Um, what would you rate this book? All right, high level. This is my first read ever of the first book, Shatter Me, the series. I gave it a 3.25, so I wanted to give a little more than a 3. It wasn't necessarily just a 3, but it maybe didn't, wasn't quite the level that some of the other books I've read recently. Um, has some potential. It has potential, right. I, I was intrigued enough to move on to the next books. Yes. But there, yeah, the writing style was a little was a little something different for me. What it was about a you? little interesting. We're going, we're going 1 through 5. What's your rating? I think I would give this one a three. Like, three flat. I don't know. It wasn't as great as some of the other books I've read recently, but also I was asked so many times to read this series, mm. so I'm like, there's got to be something to this. So it's not going to get a two. <laughs> so it was a little overhyped for you, but you're you're interested enough to be willing yes. to keep reading. I'm definitely intrigued to see what the next couple of books are going to look like. Mm. So I definitely want to read the next couple of books of the series. <laughs> I have to know what happens. Right? Right? I know. It's, it's funny. This book almost <laughs> just felt like... And I honestly felt this way a little bit about Toronto Glass, too. It almost <laughs> felt like a really long prologue. You did say that. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that way, too. Sometimes yeah. long series, I get that. Like, the first book... And especially this one, you know, we're in, in this book, we're introduced to what I'm assuming are going to be our main characters, right? Mm-hmm. We have Juliet. She's our, our main, main character. She's clearly been through a rough life well, she's to date. Ringer. And she's, you know, now starting to make some friends and enemies and, you know, meeting in particular Adam, Warner, Kenji. <laughs> Kenji. You know, I, I think those are yes. kind of our James, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Adam's brother, too. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. Do we know what is Kenji? Is that his first name or last name? First name. Because I remember name. they there was a nickname, uh, oh, like Kodo it, or something. Yes. Yeah. Modo. 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 So let's start from the beginning. Yes, we'll start from the beginning. Who do we start with? The main character, Juliet, is Juliet, and we start out, and she is in this mental facility. Right. She keeps she keeps kind of flipping through, and that was an, an interesting writing style with the you know the strikeouts and the repetition and, yes very um, strange yeah it's definitely you know the author is really trying to represent her mental state and the the instability of yes. the writing too and so she i think refers to it in a lot of different ways but i think we get the sense it's supposed to be an insane asylum mm-hmm. but that she's not sure she's not convinced that she's insane either yes right? she Even like from keeps telling herself she's i'm not crazy i'm not crazy right and so, we are in this prison, and then we are introduced to Mr. Adam. <laughs> yes, Adam. 
So what was your impression right from the beginning? Adam comes into the cell. Before we know anything else, did you trust him? Did you think he was going to be good? Did you think she clearly is like, oh, my God, hot guy. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's so hot. She's like, oh, you can touch me anytime, baby. Oh, my God, literally. She's like, I can't be touched, but you can touch me. But I can't tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, that is – okay, so funny thing – when I'm immersed in a book, like, until I sit back and reflect after the fact, I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening is real. Like, mm-hmm. I always just dive in. And so I was like, she's in an insane asylum. Mm. She has a new roommate. Like, I don't think past that until I reflect on it when I'm done. Mm. And so when he first comes in, I was like, ooh, a boy. Like, she gets a boy roommate. How exciting. Right. But, then, but are you not sketched out by that? Even she's sketched out by that. Are you not nervous? Because <laughs> even she says, oh, the boys and the girls don't mix. And in general, yeah. it's clear well, that she on. doesn't mix with anybody else, and even girls. Do we know that there were other people there? Yeah, because they can hear the screams of other people at night. Do we think that that is real? <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> what? I am literally... <laughs> I have a theory. Oh, tell me your theory. I already know where you're going, but oh my god, I had not even yeah. considered... I think... Well, my theory yes. is tell that me. maybe they put her there on purpose because... Fast forward a little bit. She's taken out of the insane asylum, and she... They said we were keeping her in isolation... Right, to see, but that made me think like, oh my god, because the only time she was able to shower or go to the bathroom or anything was when the lights were off, and she never actually saw other people. Like she says, oh well, it's not usually empty, but there's usually not very many people here. So, she. But the lights are off; she can't see anything. She doesn't know. It could just be soundtracks playing in the background just to fuck with her. Yes. Like, how fucked up is that? (laughs) And it's funny you say that. They did, the way that they phrased, oh, we've kept her in isolation. Oh, she's Uh been an experiment. Yeah. I know. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Getting ahead of myself. Let's back, back up. Adam comes in. back up. Adam comes in. (laughs) Wow. Yes. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I just completely derailed that. No, that was good. Oh, my gosh. So, Adam comes in, and you asked me if I trust him. Yes. Um... At this point, at that at point, this point part of me was like, why is she all of a sudden getting a roommate? Yes. But then what really got me was like, oh, those eyes, I know those eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hold on a second. Why is somebody that she knows coming in there? But again, I didn't really question it until later, but I have a tendency to do that. <laughs> so we're like, I'll read an entire book and be like, oh my god, there were all of these clues and I didn't yes. see them. I feel like I'm normally more like that, but for this book, you were like, I tried I to take, looking. I know, I tried to take more <laughs> notes and things, and I think it made me be more yeah. conscious of it, because I even, the s- same ways that you're saying, where I kept being like, I know him, I know him, and I specifically had, she goes, the boy, and then um, crossed out, she goes, who does not remember me, and then not crossed <laughs> yes, out, she goes, I used just, to know. Yes. So it's really clear that she's trying to pretend She's just faking. That's on page yeah. thirty six. She's trying. She's trying to pretend like she doesn't. She doesn't want to know him, but right, she but clearly she definitely does. does. And so it makes at that point in time, I think 
I imagine she had done something bad to him or his family or yes. someone he knew and that she thought he was going to hate her yeah. for what she had done. But as we move forward, it's clear that she had never really done anything bad after she had met yeah. him. That had happened before. So that, like, guilt she harbors is I know. just so intense. Oh, my God, it was so intense. And it, like, leads into every single thing that she does. So, like, the writing style, like we were kind of talking about a little mm-hmm. bit, there are a lot of, like, crossing outs, a lot of, like, I know him, I know him, I know him, I know him, like, lots of repetition, and mm-hmm. so the author says in, like, the very first page that it's completely supposed to be like that, which is really tough as a reader, but <laughs> you get into it and you get involved, and it's, you you can kind of see that, like, the way that she's thinking is just really that sporadic, mm-hmm. and, like, kind of, she doesn't think that what she thinks is supposed to be accurate, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. It does. Well, because you got to remember, it's like, as a reader, we look at her and she's like, wow, she's so whiny. Wow, she's crying yeah. at everything. Wow, she can't handle this. But she's been by herself for 265 days or something. Oh. Can you imagine? And that's after a lifetime mm-hmm. of having experiencing no physical affection, Nothing. experiencing... It sounds like minimal emotional affection. Yes. Right? So if you stack that on top of not even seeing another person's face mm-hmm. or talking to them or anything for that long, I don't know. I'd be a little oh, yeah. on edge too. So as much as I, I want to say it's annoying to think that she is being so soft at the same time, it almost makes her more relatable because yeah, I, I don't think anybody else could do any better. I completely see that. I just think, and we were kind of alluding to this a little bit, but since she hadn't seen anybody or spoken to anybody in 265 days, Mm -hmm. she definitely started to feel like inanimate objects were, like, real and gave them, like, personalities. Yes, and some of it is just the the writing style, I think. I... It was a little overly descriptive for me, but, like, yeah. I, on page, yeah, like, on page 25, she writes, she's like, I, I hate the heat and the sticky, the sweaty mess left behind. I hate the sun too preoccupied with itself to notice the infinite hours we spend in its presence. And in some ways, it's just like, wow, like, okay, okay, that's a lot of description. But also, it, I think it really does, like, if you step back, reflect on how much she's had so few people to interact with that she's putting these personalities yes. into all of these other objects and things in the world. And it's just so sad. It's so sad. And I can't find the quote exactly, but I know that there was one point where she was talking about these raindrops, like, mm. falling on the window and how they were racing each other. And it was just, like, it's so sad to think that because you haven't had any human interaction, you will try to find anything that you really can. It's just, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's heartbreaking, and I, I just, I couldn't imagine it. And then it kind of yeah. goes back to, like, later on, after she's kind of taken out of the insane asylum a little bit, she starts to reflect a little bit on, like, how bad it really was with other people. Yes. And, like, people were scared of her. Mm-hmm. Without even knowing why. Without and even was, knowing why. Yeah. So, so that's so why is she we're, there? We're going to this point, yeah, we're going to this point, she's gonna be leaving the same asylum clearly yeah. she's now we've met warner yes so 
first gut reaction. What's your thought on Warner? I highlighted. Oh my God, what did you highlight? It was interesting. <laughs> so, you know, obviously she had a little bit of this like, oh, I know Adam. Oh, he's cute, whatever. But Oh, he's cute. He's like that typical book boyfriend yeah. with the dark hair and the smoldering eyes. But, but immediately when she sees Warner, she goes, his skin is flawless, unblemished. His jawline sharp and strong. His eyes are the palest shade of emerald I've ever seen. He's beautiful. His crooked Ugh. smile is a calculated evil. So blonde hair expertly combed. Because she's clearly, <laughs> from the very first moment, attracted. And yes, you you He's see the most her beautiful man I've ever met. <laughs> you see her really battle with this the whole book, but yeah. from the beginning, like she she's, knew. she's okay. really having like I don't know, setting the tone mm. that as much as. We're not supposed to trust him. We don't really know what he's doing. She clearly is interested. Yes. And there's, <laughs> and I think feel like that's more than you more normally would read out of, like this this first person perspective oh of how gosh. they're feeling about this new character, right? I don't know. I so had I, not even thought about it like that until now. We're talking about it, and I'm like, wait, that's so true. Yeah. But my first thought is just like. Oh, he's blonde. Oh, he can't be the female, or he can't be like the love interest. No blondies no. here. No blondies here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so, what are your first thoughts about Warner? Then, did you do you want to trust him? Do you do you trust him? I honestly don't trust him. But my initial gut reaction, I feel like he's. The Draco Malfoy of the story. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, this is just my guess. I think that he's the supposed to be bad boy, yeah. but because he's been like put in a bad situation or because the world is crazy, I don't know. I just, there's this little bit of me that's like, oh, no, I don't from, give him another glass of wine while yeah. Yes, so. Yeah, so I think <laughs> that there's like, there's something, something more to it. More, yeah. I, I don't know. and wow. But even, like, it's really clear from the beginning, you know, very early that, you know, even she says, she says, we'll always be enemies. I will never be what you want me to be. Yeah, never and always. And it, <laughs> so she she's really adamant in her words from the beginning, but she's also at this point already been around Adam, who she remembers and she has this memory of before. And so, like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I also think it's kind of like the first person you saw and whatever and at this point I don't think they've touched yet or anything but I don't know who's touched right so this (laughs) is before Adam and her have touched and things so so this early she doesn't realize that they've already touched in her sleep and so she's that obsessed with him before she can even have that reaction but how do you feel about it being so it's been three years since they've Mm -hmm. seen each other they had this connection I guess when they were younger but thank you for pouring me a glass of water you're very welcome <laughs> I looked over the nice to look over and see your nice it's glasses it's just because I love you <laughs> yes oh. but what did how did you feel about that 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 insta love part you know um I kind of also had that same thinking of like hey she has not spoken touched talked to anybody in 265 days and I was just kind of like oh it's the first boy that you see and now you're madly in love with him yes but 
there was also another point of him being familiar. Yes. Is that she did know him. So, like, granted, I did not question right away, like, why he was there, like, why they put him with her. I thought it was weird, but I wasn't, I wasn't about to question it. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's nice. Oh, and... <laughs> that's nice. Wow, it was so nice of my captors to put this hot stranger in my room Exactly. Like, it was just a little, it was a little too convenient now that I think about it. I hope that like... you, if anyone out here is ever going to, uh... <laughs> Just kidnap me in the future. You better put a hot man in my cage. A hot, also, dark-haired boy <laughs> with some light eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, surreal. So I don't know. I mean, I didn't love the insta love part. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was very cliche that it was like the first guy she's seen in forever. But it was also like he kind of felt the same way. Yes. And so it wasn't as weird. Yeah. I guess. Did you, I take it you don't love the insta-love part. I mean, I'm not generally a fan <laughs> of insta-love as a trope, but yeah. I also, I think I was able, I stepped back a little bit and was like, well, I've also read a little bit more, yes. I think mature fantasy recently, yeah. so it was probably hard comparing. There is a little bit of the, Maturity level when you're talking about a 17-year-old oh, yeah. versus someone who's maybe, like, 30, right? Yes. It's, it's a little bit of difference. Well, then I feel like, too, like, as you get older, it's like you don't want somebody who's just going to, like, blindly love you. You want somebody that's going to love you for who you for knowing are. You. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which it does yeah. seem like as we get later in the story, maybe he really does. Do they really know each other that well, though? Right. That's <laughs> what we talked about. So um, let's talk about... Juliet's powers. Yes. So, it's I even through the end of the book, I think still a little bit unclear. Oh, absolutely. And only part that I highlight this is page seventy eight. Okay. That only part I hi- highlight is when she's being forced to touch Jenkins, and mm. this is uh, yes. Warner has kind of cornered her. She's in the room with all of the soldiers, and she is mm-hmm. so clearly heartbroken, just not want to be anywhere near him, doesn't want to cause anyone pain. Well, because all she knows at this point is that she did something really bad. Right. She doesn't know anything else, really. Right. And so she, and she says, like, so she's accidentally grabbed him at this point because he's coming after Mm -hmm. her because he's seeing her car, too. And she's, like, wishing that it hurt her, and she goes, but I don't. My skin is pulsing with someone else's life, and Mm -hmm. I don't hate it. I hate myself for enjoying it. I hate the way it feels to be burning with more than life and and hope and human power than I knew I was capable of. His pain gives me a pleasure I never asked for. Oh, I read that, and, like, I'm about to talk about another series here really quick. Yeah. But did it not... Did it not make you think about Oleander Fallows? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. If you, I was like, oh my god. Spoiler warning. <laughs> if you have not read The Broken Bonds, just, just don't go, go read it. Yeah, don't go, go read it. It's great. But, but yes, it's also... The guilt yeah. over, like, I have this power. I can do this thing. I don't know how to always control it. That but was exactly I kind of like what I, it. Exactly what I thought of was of yes. Ollie and... It was really hard to yes. read that because, and that's where my comment about uh, parental guilt <laughs> comes in too because it's clear that like any other yeah. authority figure in her life or peer or anybody has told her that she is wrong and bad yes. for being different than anyone else. Yes. And clearly there were accidents. Oh, to absolutely. Happened, but 
Well, yeah, then it, it kind of goes back to, because, like, her, this book goes through a lot of her thinking. Yes. And so to go back and, like, her parents didn't hug her. They didn't yeah. love her. They never said, I love you. She went to school. And the kids were just terrified of her because she did this one thing that we'll get to in a minute. And it's just, like, it's just so sad. Like, as somebody who, like, didn't have all of the friends growing up in elementary and middle school, Mm -hmm. it was a little sad to, like, understand that or to be, like, somebody that, Feeling so left out of it. Yes. And, like, Mm -hmm. watching people play on the playground in elementary school. Like, I remember it so vividly. And it was just, it's so sad, like, knowing that that's what she went through and then Mm -hmm. she went into isolation. So it's like she's never really known this human contact. And so something that I thought that was very very hard for me was like she cried all the time Mm -hmm. it felt like every five pages she just like cried and so it was just like okay this this main character is really annoying but i don't know maybe it gives me a little bit of sympathy for her i guess (laughs) yeah well so i don't know if you caught i'm just trying to see if i highlighted it there's a point where she's talking about her experience with her parents and she mentions beyond even the situation with the little boy mm-hmm. that says her mom will there's I know there's something here. It says her mom will never have kids again. She'll never have any yes. other kids because of me. Oh, oh yes. So I actually know what happened. Too? Yes. Oh, no. So in there she kinda talks about like when she was really young, she had like hugged her mom and so which I guess comes into like her full power. Oh. So the reason she was in the insane asylum was because she had touched a little boy in the grocery store and killed him. On and accident. On accident. She right. was he trying had called, to help. He was, the little little toddler was super upset, mm-hmm. and his was mom wasn't helping him, because he was just, mom wasn't paying attention to him, his mom wasn't helping him, mom was saying mean things to him, yes. not wanting to get his help, and he falls down mm-hmm. and she looks across and she's like oh my god I don't want you to feel unloved like, like I, I feel unloved like, yeah and so she comes over and she's like I want to help you yeah and trying she doesn't to help even him realize that she's hurting him yeah because he was already screaming and so she mm-hmm. didn't realize like that his screams were screams of pain mm-hmm. and not like his screams of like uncomfort mm-hmm. and so she she killed him mm-hmm. and so that's why she ended up in the insane asylum mm-hmm. but like her parents had already known because she had hugged her mom, and then... So you think in the way that she hugged her mom basically, like, destroyed reproductive organs and No, I body, think... Or... Maybe. I guess I didn't think about that. Maybe she, like, hurt, like, physically harmed her it. mom. Oh, my gosh. I read it as, like, she literally, like, like physically... Because, I mean, as much as I can imagine as a parent, it would be really disturbing yeah. to have your child accidentally kill somebody. Mm-hmm. I The amount of distrust that these parents clearly had for her oh my gosh yeah and like i really got the sense that there was something they specifically did to her which made me think that maybe maybe she actually like physically hurt her mom so badly that she couldn't have because there was somewhere that they said that she couldn't have kids again oh my gosh i thought that that was like a choice i'm like maybe it is first lunchtime i read it as like oh that she like hurt her mom oh oh my god that's actually really sad Poor Juliet. Because <laughs> oh, no. she tries to do everything with good intentions. And, like, yeah. it's said so many times throughout the book that, like, 
Juliet has really good intentions. Like, she, to the core, is good. She is so good. And so it's, like, it's just sad to see, like, these kinds of consequences come to somebody who's, like, ultimately trying to be good. Yeah. It's just sad. Real sad. So, anyway, so she leaves the insane asylum. Yep. She's in this compound now. Warner has brought her to this new facility, and it is in the center of, I don't know, I shouldn't even (laughs) say the center, but of this new world, and and they've talked about how it's clearly a somewhat near dystopia of Mm -hmm. our current world. There's, you know, it's a a classic, the earth is dying sort of scenario. The plants are dying. There's not enough food. The weather has changed. It isn't stable. The animals are hurt, you know, because it's where we're being set up. And yes. so there's this large building she's brought into that, I don't know it if you like noticed this. It was in the center, but yeah. It was in the center, but did you notice that it was only men? Have we met yes. any women? No. Be- until we get to the compound at the very end. Right, and I actually noticed that, like, a little ways into her being there, because she makes a comment that, like, oh, there's a lot more men than women. But then, as I thought about it, it was like, she hasn't actually seen a woman. No, well, and there was even a comment that Kenji made about, I'm going to text, let me see if I can find it, but it, there was a comment that he made about being so lonely, and he's like, how can you blame me, and something about, yeah. you know, being, like, basically oh, that there Kenji. aren't, that there aren't very many girls to be options, and so, you know, don't be mad at him for hitting on the one that he can find, <laughs> but it was interesting, because it, it really gave me the sense that, for whatever reason, I don't think there's very much, many women around, like, yeah. beyond just the regular the world is dying right and i i absolutely noticed that too so like i would have loved to find out an answer for why mm-hmm. <laughs> so she escapes the insane asylum just kidding escapes they take her out <laughs> she takes this proposition that she's supposed to go help them so they end up in the middle of this city and i really loved the description of colors mm-hmm. because everything like black and white and silver and just very monotone mm-hmm. and then there was a point where she had like gotten to like James's the apartment. Building. Gotten to what? James's apartment, the one that Adam has made for James. Are you talking about something else? No, I think it was. Let me let me. Because that was the one that was more color. Yes, it was a little bit earlier than that. Oh, so she arrives like into this building, and she's so out of her mind at seeing like all of this stuff that she just collapses into tears. Adam picks her up and is consoling her, which she lets him do until she realizes that he is the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, which we did not talk about, the reason she's leaving the insane asylum is because Adam, her roommate, was actually a soldier. Mm-hmm. And so the ultimate betrayal. And so Warner, who is like the main guy, is the leader of everything. The leader of the reestablishment. The leader of the reestablishment. Well, I guess no, that's a really good. Excuse me. The leader of this section. Yes. Of the reestablishment. Because <laughs> apparently there's all of these different sectors of this new world that they're in, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like a my worst nightmare. Everything is just so incredibly controlled. <laughs> Everything is just like, I know, it's like, these leaders are, like, telling you, like, you 
This is what is happening. Mm -hmm. The world is dying, and it will only live if you live this certain way. And so when she arrives at the building and she sees, like, I don't even remember what it is that she sees in there. I just remember that she was, like, so upset by something. So upset that she leaned into Adam, and he was touching her, but wasn't the first time. Oh, you're right, it was through things. At this point, she doesn't know that he's touching her through things. Yes. But, yeah, she, like, melts. Oh, she sees the, like, richness of what they have. They have comfortable couches and this these rugs and all of this decadent food yes. and all of these things and she's like people are starving and dying yes. so that you can have these resources that other people don't get and she's so upset yes. by the idea that they're choosing their own comfort over somebody else's lives mm-hmm. that she just melts to the ground and yeah. Adam helps her, has to help her with that and to me like yes it's a really sad situation but like I'm sorry it sounded like a toddler it did. I know, it sounded like, yeah. like a toddler meltdown, and I was it like, really "Oh did. gosh, like, is it really that serious?" But then again, I'm like, "Okay, put yourself in her shoes. Like, what if you're seeing all this new stuff, and yeah. like, you're seeing basically how the world should be, and everybody's taking it for one." Yeah, like it's really hard. But it's funny because <laughs> as much as, and this is the devil's advocate side, mm. as much as we <laughs> want to say, "Oh, Adam is clearly the one who's picking her up off the ground and mm-hmm. carrying her," and she's like, "Oh, I feel so comfortable with him." As much as Warner is seems like an absolute tool, <laughs> he also, I I can't tell if he genuinely cares about her or if he, I don't know, because like yeah. so there's another part that I mark, and this is after, uh, after. He brings her out outside, mm. and so she's she's gone outside, and she's loving the outside, and then yes. Warner collects all of his sh- soldiers, and he shoots one of them because he, for uh, abandoning oh post and, and giving away he resources to someone He was, like, stealing, so yeah. he stole food. To go give it to people who needed it. Yes, and, and he, he just put up his arm him. and just shot him. Yes, and Juliet is distraught. Oh, I, I would be she too. So oh upset. my god. But even through all that, so he's clearly doing really awful things. Yeah. And there's just all these little signs where I'm like I can't decide if he's just I don't know, like narcissistic or something yeah. or if he actually cares about Juliet a little bit because he even says he says she's you know, basically about to pass out because she's so upset. She hasn't eaten. He goes, keep your eyes open, Juliet. Now's not the time to fall asleep. And he's, like, trying to keep her together. And she's, like, saying how much she he disgusts her. And she's so upset. And she doesn't want anything to do with him. But he's, like, holding her up and being, like, nope. We're going to make it through this. We're going to move through this. You're fine. We're going to be fine. So a little just, bit of tough love, huh? So it's just a little interesting because <laughs> as much as he's clearly being a huge asshole – for whatever reason, he does seem to have this soft spot mm-hmm. just for her. And I oh. I don't know. And and the only reason why I say that is because Juliet's reactions are softer than you would expect for someone that should hate this guy touching her without any permission or this guy who's mm-hmm. doing these things to her, but her reaction is always just a little soft. Oh, I didn't think that, but I went into it with like, oh, you're throwing a tantrum meltdown. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it irritated me. So I guess I didn't ever really think that, like, 
Maybe, maybe he's, he's just trying does. to say tough love, tough love. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe he's just the bad guy, and that's fine, too. Maybe. But I just, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like, then that's why I say I think that he's the Draco Malfoy of the story. Yes. I think he's the bad boy, but I, that's my prediction, is I don't huh. think he's totally bad. I think he's our classic, morally gray character. I think Adam mm. is too clean. I don't oh, believe it. Adam okay. is too clean. I can see that. And, like, Adam, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so fast forward a little bit to get into some theories. Um, so, Adam, at some point, touches Juliet without any barriers. Yes. And nothing happens. Yes. And they're Juliet, in the shower. And in the, in the, oh, in fully the shower. Fully clothed. They're fully clothed. But this they're time. in the shower. Because there's, <laughs> because there's no cameras or mics yes. in the shower. Oh, yeah, so she's got cameras all over her room, and he goes, there's none in the showers. Ooh, it's like, oh. You can go in the shower with me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to say you can touch me, but please touch me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yes, so he touches her. Because he reveals that he had actually touched her before. Yes, before and so he, he knew. knew. So apparently he had known her, right, when she was a kid. She knew, he knew there was something mm-hmm. weird. Everybody knew there was something weird, but no one knew what. Yes. So when she Nobody was having a nightmare what? when they were in the cell at the very beginning of the book, he had touched her face and her shoulder and had touched her body, not knowing her direct skin. Yes. And didn't even realize that, that was a thing. And so it was not until later... <sighs> After the whole Jenkins situation goes down, oh that gosh. he realizes that's such a big deal. And so when they're in the shower and they're having this moment, and he touches her bare skin, and she's like, what in oh the actual God, fuck I've is going on? I've never touched anybody like this. Like, oh, my so, yeah, God. I'm going to come. I'm oh going to come. <laughs> <laughs> that just brings me to another quote from another book. Yes. You tell me. Let's hear that's it. not the way that I wanted to. <laughs> That's not the way I wanted to make you come the first time or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my man. God, I love it so much. Is it hot in here? Or? It is now. <laughs> well, I don't know. Your boyfriend's oh the one coming God. in telling me how much he's squatting over there. <laughs> just wants more time with Adam. Yes. And so they're She's a horny little teenager. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And she makes a proposition to Mr. Warner that she wants her cameras taken out of the room. Yep. And he's like, only if you touch me. And she's like, no. (laughs) She's like, absolutely not. I will not do that. Never in a million years. He goes, okay, cool. I'm still going to take the cameras out of your room. Mm. Like, okay, how easy was that? 
talking about distrust of Adam a little bit. Yeah, right. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's some of the stuff that I'm like, this just feels a little too easy. Mm-hmm. Some of these things feel a little too that easy. Too. And I didn't I think know. it could have been like Adam's distrust until we've been talking about it now. And I'm just like, hmm. But even if it's not Adam, like even if it's yeah. just that he was other people him. know and they're using him also in that situation, I yeah. just I don't trust it. Ooh. But speaking of Warner. Speaking of Warner. I. It is funny how possessive um, he is from obsessive. day one. Obsessive and possessive. Well, then you find out one. that, like, you find out later on from conversations that yeah. he's been like this for years. And granted, yeah. he's only 19. And she's 17. Right. And so, I'm sorry, he's gone, like, his entire adolescence just, like, obsessing about Juliet. Yeah. And we don't right. know why yet. We don't know how they, how right. he found out about her. All we know is that he's been talking to the soldiers, a.k.a. Adam, mm-hmm. about how obsessed he is with Juliet. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just like, what is this all about? Right? Like, I just, I think there's something that hasn't been shared yet mm-hmm. about their background or their connection or something. I don't know. Because Juliet doesn't ever give any recognition. She doesn't, but she, well, she doesn't directly. You Directly, yes, but you think she does know him from before? Well, I don't know that she knows him, but it's just, I don't know. There's so much of the language that the author uses that's so, like I said before, it's so soft around it. Like, yeah. even there's a part when she's trying to yell at him. He's trying to say, oh, you want me, basically. <laughs> she's trying to say, like, yeah, absolutely not. I would never want this, but... She goes, and he's, he's trying to say they're the same, and she goes, I value human life a lot more than you do, Warner. And then he says, you just said my name. He grins even wider. <laughs> You've never addressed me directly before. That must mean I'm making progress with you. Oh, my and God. That made me so mad, though. Yes. Because it's like it's he's, supposed like, so to. entitled. It's like yes. he's, like, so entitled to feel like. It's like, oh, I didn't want to make you feel that way. <laughs> right. But at the same time, you do see it's like. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. There's something just like so weird about the dynamic yes. of their relationship that they don't seem like strict enemies. And mm-hmm. it's, it's weirding me out. Mm. That is so funny. I had not really thought about that before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so she spends all this time in the compound, right? Or maybe not a compound. What do we want to call her? Compound seems right compound to me. Compound seems good. The fancy apartment that she feels guilty <laughs> about living in. <laughs> a comfortable bed. A very comfortable bed that she doesn't sleep in. Right. They sleep on the floor. I know the weirdos. So after the, I know. After the cameras are taken out, now she's able to spend more time with Adam. Right. So her and Adam are sleeping on the floor together every night. Creating escape plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go to escape, right? And they have this elaborate plan with ropes, which comes into play later. That could be taken I know. so many ways. <laughs> this is after the shower scene, okay? <laughs> elaborate plan to like leave and so an alarm sounds and like Warner comes in and is like you and Adam's like oh I gotta go I gotta go still acting and playing the part Mm -hmm. so well like he does Mm -hmm. 
And I just thought it was very interesting that Warner came in at the perfect time. Yeah, it's like a minute after the alarms go off. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, that was very convenient. Yeah. And do you think he set? Do you think that Warner set off the alarms? I th- well, I think it was said later that Adam set off the alarms. Or no, Warner set off the alarms. Warner right? Warner set off the alarms. Oh, that's what it was. It was false alarms. It was yes. a drill. Yes. And so they were like, "Oh my God, these alarms! It's the perfect time!" And it ended up being a drill. So yes, I do think that Warner set off the alarms, and then he was waiting for something to happen because I feel like. It was kind of saying that Juliet had, like, gotten a little bit complacent with him. Yes. And she was just kind of, like, letting herself be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it was, like, three weeks that they were going to have their plan. Mm-hmm. And so she was just getting comfortable with Warner and not really talking to Adam as much, except for at, like, the very end of the day. Mm-hmm. And then, so now the alarm's set off, and Adam's like, oh, my God, we got to go right now, and Warner comes in. So Adam still has to play his part, right? Well, I just, I thought it was a little interesting, because that part specifically made me think, like, wow, you're really good at acting here. Yes. And that that was a part I had marked, too, because there's, you know, a part they've, so Adam and Juliet have uh, incapacitated uh, Warner. Yes. They have him bound up, you know, because... They're, they're all in the room. All the other soldiers are on this drill. Mm-hmm. And both Adam and Warner are obviously trying to be like, oh, well, like, you need to believe me. You need to stay with me. You need yeah. to go with me. Whatever. And so Juliet is saying, she goes, I glance at Adam. Adam's the boy who's always defended me, even when I had he had nothing to gain. I shake my head to clear it. I remind myself that Warner is a liar, a crazy lunatic, Ooh. a psychotic murderer. He would never try to help me, I think. And so that's exactly yes. why I say there's She's so questioning much, it. There's so much soft language around yes. Warner that I'm like, there's so many of those like, well, he would never try to help me, I think. I think. Like, like am I... Is my thinking right? Which like she's be, questioning herself. And to be fair, so she's until now never talked with Adam, like until this experience. Um, yeah. Right? And we don't I don't know. I just I I'm know. so not sold on Adam's intentions. And here. as you say that too, like in that specific moment, you guys have been planning to escape. You guys are like you have this elaborate plan that basically turns into something else now because you have to jump out a window. Um, <laughs> could Woo-hoo, not do it. Rapunzel in my ass. Could not do it. <laughs> but it's during this specific moment that you're going to be like, I'm not going to halt. I'm just going to do it. And the fact that she even paused mm-hmm. is like, hmm, why did that happen? Yeah. It was interesting. It was interesting. And so they do end up Leaving, she leaves out well, the window. What happens as but she's leaving? I was gonna say, as she's <laughs> leaving, Warner reaches for her and she mm. says, "I hope he doesn't know he just touched my leg and nothing <laughs> happened." So we go from nobody can touch to now Miss Juliet two? to two apparently hot men <laughs> can touch Miss Juliet. Man, this isn't a why choose romance, no. is it? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> is is it? That I wouldn't mind just seeing both of them. <laughs> just 
saying. Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> you don't have a lot of those, right? <laughs> Never read one of those. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So now, I thought this was really interesting. So, after they escape, they're, like, going to the secret house that Adam apparently has. And they have this thing called a serum tracker. Yes. And so, what Warner uh, allegedly has done is he, like, injects all of these soldiers with the serum tracker so that they can always be found. So then if they die, they also know that they're, like, they're dead. Mm-hmm. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but conveniently, mm-hmm. there was this nuclear plant that Adam had found and stolen a tank and had just... You know, magically the serum tracker doesn't work anymore. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's very convenient. And the fact that supposedly Kenji's serum tracker just stopped working because he went through the same nuclear field. Yeah. Both of that them? was very interesting. So they show up at this house, right? And his brother is there. Mm-hmm. And so we meet the brother. His, like, 10-year-old ten, brother. 10-year-old brother. And he knows all about Juliet. And I was like, wait, how... Classic embarrassing. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, you told me about her. You talk about her all the time. That's the girl you like. Duh. Like, just being that obnoxious brother. Mm-hmm. And so then, not that long after, we have Kenji that shows up. Uh-huh. And Kenji's one of the soldiers. And also, Kenji sounds hot. Oh, my God. Kenji hot sounds like my type of hot. Um, <laughs> Me, too. And also, <laughs> the sarcasm yes. dripping yes, off please. of him. Oh, my See God. It. Kenji is more my book boyfriend than Adam is like too too clean cut. He's like he's kind of like he's too nice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> too, too clean cut. I like that little I'll bit of sarcasm and teasing. Yeah, I have loved you from the moment I laid eyes yeah. on you. No, thank what? you. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I also just like adore Kenji, and I found myself just like laughing at the mm. things that he said. Same. And it was so funny. And so I just, I absolutely adored it. Mm-hmm. But then how weird was it that he just like randomly showed up at the house? Yeah, even with the explanation that we get towards the end, it, I think I just still, I don't know. Yeah, There's some like man dropped me on. off. Right. And He's then like, I, I got actually shot and then down. someone brought me up to the door, but I don't know who it was. Yeah, and then you find out later, I've actually been stalking Adam for my entire life. Because I can turn invisible. Yeah! Oh my god, these powers. It's gonna be so cool to find out, like, who has what powers. Who has what? Yeah. But yeah, so apparently Kenji has the safe house, and he's wanting to take everybody to there. Uh Uh-huh. And so, we're still like, okay, why does Kenji have a safe house? I thought he was another soldier. Right? Like, this is a little weird, don't you think? Yeah, it was, like, a little (laughs) unexpected. You're like, what kind of room do you have also yeah. okay on a similar note talking about characters during this time yeah did you realize that benny was a girl uh no i absolutely did not i thought it was like another brother or but something. When, when they get to the point where they were like i have heard worse stuff than that every day even benny uses bad words benny what is she I'm like wait i was like what? wait benny's a girl <laughs> i oh, definitely thought benny? benny was a guy i know uh, me too and i st- we still don't know the relationship of who no. benny is also There's, see i'm sketched out by benny too because benny yeah. They keep mentioning Benny, but but who's Benny? Who is Be- so Benny is supposedly helping all these kids, yes. right? Or like bringing them because the, the whole, food in the complex. Of, yes, of the these. complex is like orphans and old people, right? But I don't know. Benny's just mentioned a lot. Clearly, we have never should met know Benny. a lot. Yeah, we haven't met Benny.
Benny. I don't know. I'm a well, little here's sketched out thing by Benny, too. About the writing that I had, like, kind of a little bit of, like, a, a not-so-exciting thing. I was, like, a little bit confused. Like, some big things would happen, and then a lot of details would be left out. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, what's happening now? Like, I could not picture. Like, in some other fantasy that I've read recently it was like oh my god things are so easy to picture I feel like I'm in it and in mm-hmm. this one I felt like my head was going right to left to right to left mm-hmm. and I was like how the hell is this happening like what is going on now I kept getting really confused and Benny was one of those yeah who is Benny and maybe it was purposely left out but like there were a lot of things that were like very confusing that I was like is it confusing or is it just purposely being left out yeah like, like the fact that there was no trap door mentioned whatsoever, and then one just showed up in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I don't know, but like, so we get to this point now where, you know, they're in the first safe house. This is Adam's mm. apartment. Yes. That he has for Jane and uh, Warner is tracking them down there and mm-hmm. trying to find them, but. Again, even as they get to this point, it's, like, the same thing that I've been saying of this, like, softness of her reaction towards him. So, mm-hmm. she's obviously upset with him. He's realized, because Warner has caught Juliet. And... Oh, yes. And he knows that he has touched her. And he is very aware. And he is very into that oh, fact. Yes. And she even says to me, she goes, I've never realized before just how attractive his voice is again it's like she oh just, my god she i did not catch that saying these things and like when he goes to kiss her when i should feel really sad i should feel really like wow this is a really rapey scene and this is so upsetting yeah and she goes there's an electric charge between us that i hadn't yes. anticipated mm-hmm. i absolutely caught that i was like girl what do you mean electric charge there's yes. an electric charge between you two i'm sorry wrong guy immediately after she yes. had been obsessively like oh my god i don't know if adam and i are exclusive i don't know which was so very that interaction (laughs) was so funny to me because it was like i mean oh my god we said that we love each other but like do we act does that mean that we're not with anybody else oh my god but you're right i didn't catch it that was like almost right after that scene too so like adam has been taken at this point right and then she's having this interaction with warner yep. and it's like all and she shoots charge it. and she shoots him she sets up this like little clever plan and she shoots him but she goes i don't think he's dead well no shit i don't think you were meant to kill him because mm-hmm. like you're saying i don't think she wants mm-hmm. to kill him i think she's still too intrigued even mm-hmm. if she doesn't want to admit it to herself and but, i could absolutely see that but she shoots him she finds adam she frees him. They find a car, which just oh my god, like how funny was that Has a bag of groceries in the back uh-huh. and keys. Okay, but how funny was that scene when she's like, "I don't know how to revive," <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah. "What do I do?" And I just pictured her like screeching to a halt and like yes. going really fast, and it just. I sat here just laughing because I was like, oh, my God, this brings me back to, like, 16, 17. When I was learning how to drive, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so funny. But you're right. The groceries were very convenient. Well, then they, like, finished, like, oh, I don't understand why no one has noticed a car flying through these streets Uh, after curfew. Like, yeah, duh. Because it's all 
in the plot. Well, this is why I'm like, I want to really trust this new place we've been placed. Mm -hmm. I really want to trust Kenji. But same way that I don't fully trust Adam, I don't know if I fully trust Kenji either because that seems just a little too big. And I get, okay, we find out he was undercover. And we find out he really was tracking Adam and Delia, and that was intentional, but he can't control that no one else on the street sees this car. It sure seems right. like they were driving for a long time. Uh-huh. I just am a little sketched out by that whole I thought that was really, really odd, too, because wasn't it, like, a, wasn't it, like, a noticeable car, too? I don't remember, like, I remember them explaining the Just color. that it was a car and that there aren't very many. There aren't very many. So it was, like, definitely more, like, noticeable. It's not going to be, like, an inconspicuous, like, gray Kia Forte. It's going <laughs> to be, like, something that people notice. And so, yes, I thought that was very, very odd. And then they get to this, like, compound, mm-hmm. a new compound, that, like, without any hiccups. Right. And, and Blondie is helping her. And he's so offended by being called Blondie, which oh I Oh, my God, that was so hilarious. funny. And she keeps doing it because she thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Which, honestly, fucking love. Because that's yes. true. Yes. I think there is a certain level of American culture of not being super, uh, I don't know, good about learning other people's real names. Not their American yes. names, their real names. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. She was like, hey, why are you so mad about being called, called Blondie? Like, you're it. calling him his nickname. Yeah. Why can't I call you mine? Yeah. But at this compound, like, so Adam was shot yep. in the whole interaction before. And so he's, like, bleeding out. Like, he's about to die. Like, when he gets there, I know that they they were like, oh, yeah. my God, he's Broken so ribs and pale. gunshots and Oh, and then when she finds Adam, he's strung up in, like, a slaughterhouse. Yeah. And that I painted like, a picture for me. Oh, my God, me too. It was know. so vivid. I could just, like, see, but it sounded like a horror movie. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is insane. Oh, something we haven't talked about. The reason she even got into the slaughterhouse was because she punched through a door. It was like yes. a concrete, like a six-inch slab of concrete, and this was not the first time she had done it. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, this is cool, and just, like, did it. And it's like, hold on yeah. a well, second. And that seems so separate from her other touch power. I was, mm-hmm. was very... I was so confused. Yeah, it's interesting that we can get all the way through buck one, and I feel like We're still similar to Broken Bonds, we have... Such a, or what is, what is that name of series? It's Broken Bonds. It's Broken Bonds, yeah, you're right. Um, we have such little understanding of what Oh, wait, no, it's the Bonds that tie, I'm sorry. The Bonds that tie, thank you. I think Broken Bonds are maybe like the first one or something, but yeah, the Bonds that tie. That we we have so little understanding of what she actually does, or what her gift actually does, which is Yes, like we just want to know more. Yeah, well, and same with even everybody else. I feel like we have such little understanding of what everybody else does. Yes. Like we've, in the last 30 pages, you know, learned what a couple people did. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. It was like a really quick, it was a very quick, um, it so. It moved quickly. Well, the yes. first part when she's in the asylum. It was like, like okay. This slow, is but it's only like 50 pages. Right. This was a very easy read book. Yeah. So, like, there's really big margins on the page, big font, and it's funny because, like, I always look at the last page to know how many pages I have to read. Mm-hmm. And it's, I get to the end and I'm like, wait, what? 
because I thought there was like 50 more pages to go, but it's like a snapshot Preview into of the like, yes, and yeah. so I was like, okay, that's like not even the same series, but all right, and so I was like, oh my god, like I didn't even realize it was going to be done, because it was so short from the time that they had gotten to this new compound. Mm-hmm. They've met all these new people, and it was like, okay, um, here we are. Well, and that's why I say it was such a tease, and why it reminded me of the first Throne of Glass, because mm-hmm. it is, it feels like all set up. Yes. I mean, it's like, there's things that happen yeah. in the same way that there are a Throne of Glass, but it feels like it's all almost just, just a really long prologue. <laughs> I don't know. Which I can 100% see right now. Yeah. So, I don't, what do you think? Do you think that she can touch anybody besides just those two boys, besides just Adam and Warner? Or do you think that's truly the only two she can touch? Because at this point, she's also had so many years not touching anybody out of fear. Yes. Besides this little, little boy. Right. And so, the way we also get to at the compound when... Yeah. Adam is healing, and we find out that all these other people have powers, and all these people are like, like, I don't know. She touches Kenji, and he gets hurt. Right. And she didn't mean to. Mm -hmm. So we know that she does hurt other people, but she can touch Warner, she can touch Adam. And so it's like, okay, well, somebody at the compound said, oh, we actually think Adam might also be one of us. Special with powers. And she's like, oh, why? And they're like, well, like, if he can withstand your touch. Because I actually really like the scene when she walked in and she just, like, grabbed Adam. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're okay. And I think it was Blondie. The guy's just horrified. Oh, my God. What are you Don't doing? touch him. Yes. And so then Thought after funny. the fact, I, it made me laugh. I was like, she can touch him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it made me laugh. And then after the fact, they're like, we actually think he's special, too. Maybe he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. But so it makes me think, Warner, mm-hmm. why can he touch her too? Right. And, like, does he have special powers? What's his connection with Adam? Right? Yeah. Hmm. I had the same questions. It's very interesting. So we're kind of just, like, left off on this, like... A lot of questions. A lot of questions. She gets this new suit, which I thought was really adorable, because... <laughs> Everything else in the book, except for, like, very important things, are, like, black and white. Mm-hmm. And then this... She's purple, baby. Purple, baby. But so was her dress with oh, Warner. Yeah. Well, but that's the one that Adam picked. <gasps> Remember? Oh, my he God. He's the I one totally who grabbed it out of the armoire and was like, you should wear this you one. Should. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. But do you think that they're going to do, like, some superhero vigilante work with those outfits because even she yeah, compared herself to like a superhero. <laughs> like a superhero. Yeah. You look so hot. You look like a superhero. <laughs> I think so. I feel like we're just left with so many questions that like yeah. because of those questions like if this was just a very superficial read it's like eh, I don't know if I'd be super into it but then like actually deep diving and being like okay, there's questions that need to be answered. Mm-hmm. It's like, now I'm really excited to read the next couple of books. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very, very curious to see. I think I kind of, because I, I really did have a similar reaction to, like, the beginning of Throne of Glass and that. Yeah, did like, you really? Well, maybe not quite this extreme. I thought mm-hmm. the beginning of Throne of Glass was better, but 
I think I only rated it maybe like a three and a half or a four. The oh first really? One. Yeah, because I, it's I just can actually it's, just, see it's a that. lot of setup. Like you got you have to understand where the character's mindset is and yeah. what their history is to be able to really feel for them. Mm-hmm. And so I do kind of wonder if this is going to be another this one is of just those like, like a like, setup. Yeah, you just you needed that much. Yeah. To really understand where she's at now. So I, so I'm curious too. To see what happens there. And I'm just really curious to see, like, maybe Adam Ray is this queen YA love interest in that school. I just, I just don't believe it. I just don't. We read too much. Yeah. So are there any other lingering theories that we may have? I think the biggest, my, I think most out there theory from the bits that we got here is that I think... Warner's mother is like one of these special people too, yes. and that she got like discarded by his dad. That's my guess. Oh and my that gosh! He also has some power that he's like mm-hmm. maybe hiding, or doesn't know about. I don't know yeah. which I think of that yet, but I think she was. I think that's why she's not in the picture and why mm-hmm. he was so sensitive to her being brought up. Yeah. Even in that joke that um, that Juliet made. Yeah. And so I I really think that. Warner's mother was like pushed off that way, and that that's why he's so sensitive because maybe he really cares about her and wants to find her or something. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's oh my, my gosh, most that's out, so outlandish theory. What about you? What's your most out there theory coming out of? You no, I've kind of said this. I always take books as like as they come, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what happens? It's like, oh my god, that's exciting. Like up until this point, I haven't really sat and thought about like theory, theory, theory. Mm-hmm. But for this one, I don't know. Part of me thinks that like. It was a little, like, everything was just a little too easy. Like, as much as it might have felt, like, a huge struggle for Juliet while she's mm-hmm. going through all of it, I still think that, like, it was a little too easy. Simple. So there's a lot more that has to happen. Mm. Yeah. I feel like there were just so many questions, and there's definitely, like, a decent amount of twists and turns coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it is, it's fun to hear you say you're like, oh, I just, I take it as it comes when you're reading it, because I think that is fun to be able to, like, really immerse yourself in just yeah. that first person view and be like, their view is my view, even if they're an unreliable narrator, mm-hmm. to be able to step back and be like, oh, well, that, that I'm going to take them as an unreliable oh, yeah. narrator, because I want to understand their view. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. I like that. It is fun, but it's also fun, like, one of the things that I kind of struggle with is, like, even in Akatar, like, until we talked about a lot of things, I was like, oh my god, I did not see that at all. So, like, I'm yeah. getting better with that. But <laughs> trying to find the Easter eggs. <laughs> I'm trying to find Easter eggs. I'm trying to see things that they're trying to, like, put in your path and everything. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, I'm like, oh, this is a good story. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Okay, so we're going to finish it off yes. with a... Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> oh God. Kenji Warner and Adam. Oh no. Fuck Mary Kill. Ready oh, to go. Oh <laughs> my God. You know I might regret this later. <laughs> but from this book alone, I'm gonna say, kill Warner. Fuck Kenji, and marry Adam. Fuck yeah, that was my exact <laughs> same. My exact same lineup. So and I'm like. I can already tell I might just hate that so we'll, much. We'll revisit but, that later, but right now I'm yes. 100% with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this is fun. Shatter me. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>